Let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. Thank you, Father, for meeting with us this morning. I pray as always, Father, that you would speak. Lord, speak. Speak to our hearts. Speak to us in a way that we can know you. Speak to us in a way that our love for you would grow even more. Our love for each other would grow even more as well. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen. I've been reading Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. I want to invite you to turn with me over to Ephesians chapter 6. We'll be looking at verse 1 through 3 in particular, in particular because it deals with children, the children of God. Over in Ephesians chapter 6, it reads, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with the promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Amen. Now, what we need to understand, first of all, Paul is speaking to children. In particular, Paul is speaking to the children of parents. And we're talking about parents, the new covenant parents, especially. That is, those who believe in Jesus Christ. Those who are most likely married or have been married in the, in the sight of God. And, but, of course, during those, uh, back in the time of Paul, it could have been um, single parents. Uh, they could also have just been guardians of of, parent, of of children and so forth. But bottom line is, is that we're talking about children, new covenant children. Those children who are under the authority of Christians. And what Paul tells them is to obey them. To obey those whom they are under authority as parents. Parents' responsibility is to train the children, to instruct them, to train them in the ways of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to instruct them in the ways of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that's why Paul says, obey your parents in the Lord. 
So we're talking about those who are united with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. United by the Spirit of God. So these are no ordinary parents. When I speak, when I say of ordinary parents, I'm talking about parents who are unbelievers. Parents who are in rebellion against God. Non-believers, non-Christians, whatever way you want to describe them. And this is important. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not the one who would say, okay, if your parents is not a Christian, don't obey your parents. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want to, I don't, I want to make that clear. Because I know a lot of people who are listening may not be Christians. But in this particular message, we're talking about Christians in particular. And now, what we need to understand is that to obey, um, first of all, that's not the only thing that children are to do. They also are required to honor their parents, especially their father and their mother, which is the first commandment with the promise that it may go well with them and that they may enjoy long life on the earth. So your life, children, is dependent. Your, the longevity of your life is dependent on your obedience to your parents. That's what Paul is saying here. You want long life? Then obey and honor your parents. Now, I've given this some thought. Because I know that there are parents who call themselves Christians, who consider themselves Christians, that don't obey God. So that would be a big problem. That could create a, a, a huge problem. A parent who does not obey God, does not obey the Lord, telling another child, telling telling um, another child, a child of God, first of all, not another child, I should say, but telling their children who are supposed to be children of God, because that's again, we're talking about children, covenant, new covenant children. And they themselves don't obey God. That would create a big problem. So it's, it's important parents obey the Lord first. Their relationship needs to be one that is in obedience to God by faith. All this is by faith in God. So they have to be exemplary in their obedience to God because this is how the children will learn children learn by the parents example if the parents are not setting a good example specifically the parents are not living according to the will and ways of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then it's going to be really difficult for the children to obey 
the parents. And so um, I just want to make that clear. Children, you have to be careful when it comes to doing what your parents tell you. You have to be very careful. It's your responsibility to be in prayer. To pray for your to pray for your parents. To pray to God that God would give them wisdom on how to train you and to instruct you in his ways. That's your responsibility. It is your responsibility to be imitators of God, children. And to be imitators of God, we have especially Jesus Christ himself, who gave us a a powerful example during his first advent in this earth. He was all about obeying, first of all, God, the Father. And then thereafter, he was all about obeying his earthly parents, which God had given to him. And he showed us, he gave us an example on how to do that. Those things which were right before God, Jesus did every, he did it. He did it in faith, or out of faith, I should say, for God the Father, trusting in God that it was right. So you need to, first of all, know what is right. And Paul, before this passage here, he he, he speaks on some of these things. Like over in verse 5. Again, Paul here, he says, Be imitators of God. He's talking to you, children. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. He gave himself up. Not so much for you, but out of obedience to God the Father. A lot of people don't understand that. Jesus was not moved by you or me, by any of us here. He was not moved by us to give his life for us. He was moved by God the Father. It was out of obedience to him. And so you need to know what the will of God is, children, when it comes to obeying your parents and honoring them. Because if they're doing things that are not honorable to God, for example, verse 3, where Paul talks about sexual immorality. In this verse, Paul says, but among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. So let's say, for example, children, and there are children out there, trust me, there are children out there who are being encouraged to get involved in sexual immorality because of the parents' example. The parents, for whatever reason, are living 
immoral lives. And it encourages the children to do the same. Well, God would say, no. Although your parents are living sexual, uh, immoral lives, sexually immoral lives, that doesn't give you the right or the license to do the same. So be careful. Don't use the excuse. Well, my parents did it. My parents were involved in sexual immorality, so I'm just doing what they tell me. God, Lord, Jesus, wherever these terms, when you're using when you in your relationship with God, you can't use that as an excuse. So I'm telling you right now, you need to know what it means. You need to know what it means to be a child of God. You need to know what it means to be a new covenant believer of God and your responsibilities, your duties in loving God and living before God and living rightly before God. You need to know what they are. Because if your parents are involved in it, naturally you're going to be involved in it most likely too. Verse 4, nor should there be any obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking. Your parents are involved in these things. Children, don't do it. Matter of fact, you should be doing the opposite. Avoiding it. You should be only involved in, in talk that is encouraging. You should only be in talk that edifies, that um, honors your neighbor, not dishonor your neighbor. Because those things which are those things that dishonor your neighbor are out of place for, for you as a new covenant child of God. Parents, I'm speaking to you as well, you need to be careful how you speak around your children because they're listening. I remember growing up as a child, uh, that's all I basically did. Is sit, I, I, no, I would listen carefully to my parents and what they said. My grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, my neighbors, uh, older children, so forth. That's how I learned. I, 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 that's how I learned. And so a lot of things that I would hear, um, I had to learn how to discern the will of God through it all. And so what I would do is I would pray to God. And I would, God, you know, I hear a lot of things and a lot of things that to me just, just, it just don't sound right. Father, give me discernment, wisdom of this. Teach me how to discern between right and wrong. And so that I won't be saying these things, even though they're my parents, even though they're, uh, you tell me to obey my parents. I don't think you would want me to do this. So give me the courage to not do it. Give me the courage to do what is right. And so what I soon discovered is that over time, um, throughout my young life, 
my relationship with my parents and my attempt to obey them and to honor them, it, it, it kind of flipped. In many ways, my parents were, after a while, they were being encouraged by my behavior. They were like, well, well son, why are you doing this and not doing this? What we've taught you and what we've, we've tried to show you. Well, God has shown me this and God has shown me that this is not for, for Christians. This is not for New Covenant believers. God has shown me that it should be done this way. And many times they would listen. And they would actually, and without me even saying it, they would just start doing the things that were clearly of God, from God, God's will for us. So, you know, what Paul is talking about here, he's not just telling you children to obey your parents and honor your father and mother just for the sake of it. There, there are, he's telling you this because this is the wise thing to do. Because in this life, we are in it together. We encourage one another. We support one another. We live with one another. And we make each other accountable to God. And that's really what this is all about. It's about making us accountable to God. It's about loving God with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, with all our strength. And loving each other as we love ourselves. Because we want each other to be blessed. And we want each other to be a blessing to God. A blessing to our community. A blessing to each other. Children, obey your parents and the Lord. For this is right. It blesses God. It blesses your parents. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment, and with a promise from God himself, that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. This is what being a new covenant child of God is all about. Being blessed by God with long life on this earth, as we, as pilgrims passing through this earth, waiting for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to return. Support one another. Encourage one another. Fulfill the roles which God has given us as children, as parents, as mother, as father, as sister, as brother, and on and on. I hope you're with me. But heads bowed and eyes closed. Let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for your word. Thank you, Father, for this message this morning. I pray, Father, like always, that we would not only be hearers of your word, but doers as well. That is that each and every one of us, we have parents. And you have told us to obey and to honor our parents. Even those who have gone on, who are in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, their bodies have been buried here in this earth. But their souls are in heaven right now. We want to honor them and obey them even now, today. Because they're not dead. As far as you're concerned, as far as you are concerned, they are alive. 
and well. All is well with their souls. And we want to honor them. We want to bless them today with our lives. Help us. Lord, help us. In Jesus' name, amen.